You are listening to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, sponsored by Roger Briley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, The Bike Shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club. Now, here are your hosts of AST, Keaton Homer and Isaiah Freeman. Welcome to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. This is an instant reaction podcast to tonight, Friday night's games. It's a... About 10.52 as I'm taping this podcast. and going to get it out to you as soon as I can. Games in Ketchikan have just wrapped up, so I've got some reaction to that. And some other tournaments have wrapped up. Two tournaments of the four that we norm- we have been talking about the last uh, few days. Two of them have wrapped up the Joe Floyd tournament in Kodiak, and that's where we'll start. The Joe Floyd tournament, Kodiak ended up taking first place uh, for the boys, they beat Sitka tonight, 48-58. to 58. It was a close game, back and forth. Kodiak started to take a little bit more control in the fourth quarter. Sitka, though, I've got to say, Sitka was pretty impressive. For, uh, for, the, for their level at the 3A level, they are really going to be a handful for some teams. I, I, I've really, talking with uh, Coach prior to the season, kind of previewing his team, and a little bit about what Sitka is going to be doing this year. Uh, I got to say, I'm pretty impressed. Those Sitka Mount Edgecombe games for 3A, those are going to be fun to watch. Really, really fun to watch. Kodiak, they they can be a real handful for some teams. They really can. I think they're going to make a little bit of noise in the Northern Lights Conference this year for the 4A. So for the boys, Kodiak took first place, and Sitka boys took second place. Kodiak was undefeated 3-0. Sitka boys were 2-1. For the girls, Thunder Mountain took first place. And they they really were impressive for the girls. They they beat the they're 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 very, very good. Very good. They play a really great brand of basketball. They're tough. They did they did a really nice job in this tournament. They finished 3-0. They took first place. And then the Sitka girls took second place along with the boys, and they finished at 2-1. and one. I, I really think that Thunder Mountain girls are going to be a real handful in the Southeast Conference for 4A. Watching some of the Juno team with the Capital City Classic, those two games are going to be just fabulous. Those are going to be must-watch. If you're on the in the Southeast and those games are being streamed, those are must-watch whether you watch them live or on on demand later on the NFHS network, you, those are games you don't want to miss. So that was the Joe Floyd, the 55th annual Joe Floyd basketball tournament in Ketchikan or in Kodiak, excuse me, in Kodiak. Joe Floyd, another successful tournament, the 55th annual. I am looking forward to next year because I'm going to try and get out there and get some king crab and visit the hospitality room while I watch some basketball games. I'm going to take Coach up on his offer, and I'm going to come down there. I will not officiate the basketball game like he was trying to get me to do. I promise I will not officiate them. We don't want that. So Joe Floyd, the 2023 Joe Floyd Basketball Tournament, the 55th annual, has wrapped up. Kodiak boys taking first, Sitka boys taking second. And then the Thunder Mountain girls finishing first and the Sitka girls finishing second. So another successful tournament. Congratulations to everybody in the Joe Floyd tournament. And I know that people who are participating in that will 
have some great experiences, but also some really solid experience heading into conference play and other tournaments later on down the line. All right, let's get to the next one. Capital City Classic. Normally, this is the day where they don't have any games, and it's more tourism stuff in the capital city of Juneau. But because of some scheduling things, Eagle River not being able to come in on Wednesday, they played Albuquerque tonight, just one game at 7 o'clock, Eagle River versus Albuquerque. Albuquerque is a very, very impressive squad. They ended up winning 81-43. So Albuquerque and Eagle River was the only game tonight. Albuquerque wins 81-43. Tomorrow's schedule, Capital City Classic, is going on tomorrow, and we will have four games that are coming to you that we'll report on. Haynes versus East at 1, Eagle River versus Auburn Mountain View Boys at 3, then the nightcap, Albuquerque versus Juno Girls, and Albuquerque versus Juno Douglas boys. And I believe looking at both of these, those are going to be kind of the championship games there for the schedule. Albuquerque versus Juno boys and girls. The winner of those games will be undefeated and take the title of the Capital City Classic. So we will have a report for you on Saturday night for those things in our Instant Reaction podcast. Moving on, the next tournament that finished tonight was the Clark Cochran Christmas Classic in Ketchikan. That one finished tonight, both the girls and the boys. I watched some of these games uh, through the stream, and I got to say, man, they're, wow, there were some really good, really, really solid games in this tournament. We'll start off one game that I wanted to highlight that I noticed that was a really compelling game featuring the Monroe Catholic Christian boys, Monroe Catholic boys, and the Grace Christian boys. And this was the 4-6 game, and that was played at 2 o'clock this afternoon. It was a tight game. Monroe was up at the end of the third, 41-46. Start of the fourth, though, Grace Kellen, Grace's Kellen, number 25, had five straight points, and Monroe had uh, two turnovers right after uh, Grace hit those uh, hit those points. Well, I should say Kellen hit those points with Grace, and then Monroe led by two to four points most of the whole fourth quarter until about two minutes left, where Grace had cut the lead to one fifty-two fifty-one. Then, with one forty-seven left, Min- uh, Monroe hits a three to go up four. And that pretty much ended up sealing the victory there. Grace did have some opportunities with uh, 46 seconds left. They miss a three, and then they fouled Monroe. And then Grace is down four with 20 seconds left, and they didn't even get a shot. The ball hit somebody's uh, hands, and it went right out of bounds. So that ended up sealing the victory for Monroe. So Monroe beats uh, Grace Christian. We'll go over some of the other scores as well. Uh, let's see, pulling up my stuff. Here we go. The early game for the girls. We'll look. At, we'll focus on the girls right now. Uh, Metlakatla beat Bethel 51-36. Then Crook County ended up beating Bartlett in the 4-6 game, and uh, Crook County ended up winning 49-34. So Crook County took fourth place. Bartlett took sixth. 
Then in the third and fifth place game, Monroe Catholic ended up beating Palmer 40 to 22. Points were hard to come by in that game. Monroe takes third place, and Palmer takes fifth place. Then in the championship game, I got some really good notes on this. That was an entertaining game, I've got to say. Uh, really back and forth. They, those are two very, uh, excuse me, those are two very well-coached teams. Uh, Letford and Berger for Grace, number 23 and 13, they're, they're the engine. Uh, number 22, Bree Johnson for Ketchikan. She is impressive. I mentioned her in an earlier Instant Reaction podcast. When she goes, the Ketchikan team goes as well. Uh, Ketchikan started pressing in the third. Grace breaks the, the press, and they get, they get some buckets, and they get some fouls, and that kind of kept the lead um, about 15 points. At one point, or at the start of the third, it was 32-44 Grace. Grace basically had a 10- to 15-point lead the majority of the game uh, in the second half especially. The, the Grace girls play some tough defense. They, they don't give a lot of room, and they play some pretty solid help defenses on, so that allows them to be able to play some tough defense and get really get in the grill of the girls that they're guarding. Uh, they're fundamental, and that leads me to, to one thing that, you know, as a former basketball coach, I won't go into my history, coached for 10 years, and I got to say, when you're playing man-to-man -man defense, there's another team that plays really good man-to-man -man defense that we'll mention later here when we're doing this instant reaction podcast. But the when a player is running from one side of the floor to the other, whether it's a cut or a jog or whatever, when the defender does not jump to make sure that they're in between the ball and their man or lady, when they, when they don't make that jump to make sure they're in between that, you just get in trouble. That pass goes to that that player, and then boom, chances are you're going to end up getting fouling that player who has the basketball. It just, I just see it time and time again. That's over all these different games. I've seen that quite a bit. When people are playing man-to-man -man defense, you can tell the teams that play really good man versus the teams that don't, and that is one huge indicator of if the team is really good at man-to-man -man or if they're not. When they don't do when they don't do that, it just leads to problems and the, breaks the whole system down. So Grace girls do a really good job with it. Are they perfect? Well, no. Nobody's going to be perfect in this, especially at the high school level. But they do a really, really good job. The Grace had a lot of missed uh, layups. They had some great give and goes, especially through the paint, and they just missed some layups. Ketchikan struggled with the Grace's man-to-man -man defense. Uh, Grace's press breaking when Ketchikan was really trying to to apply pressure to, you know, speed Grace up so they can try and uh, get some more baskets, get some more points to cut into that lead. You know, Grace Grace was able to break that press pretty easily by just passing through it. That's another thing that I saw. You pass through a press, pass through a press, pass through a press so many times in all these different games. It doesn't matter what tournament I was watching this past or this December. From the first games all the way to the games that ended tonight. You pass through a press. That's how you beat a press. You don't beat a press by trying to dribble through it one person. It just doesn't work. It may work one time, 
but one time out of 10 is not a good percentage. That's just not good. You got to stay away from that. You pass through a press. And Grace Girls put on a clinic doing that earlier. That led to a lot of success. Unfortunately, Grace, for them, they weren't finishing some of those baskets at the tail end of the, at the press breaking, but they were breaking it. Um, the one thing that I noticed in this game that really kind of sealed the, the deal for Grace is burger number 13 for Grace. She had four fouls, and the, the score was 36-46 Grace with 340 left in the game. She had four fouls, so she sat down. And then it was poppy time. Poppy time, number four for Grace, Poppy. She played point guard. She was really good. She was able to, to get the pressure from catch a can. She could dribble back a little bit. She would find the open uh, player. It was great. She did a fabulous job. It was poppy time. Letford struggled a little bit in the fourth with some turnovers and missed shots, but Poppy really, really took a, took ownership of that, and she she let the Grace team operate, and she was a real instrument in letting that happen until uh, Berger came back in. Grace ended up winning, fifty-seven thirty-eight was the final. Ketchikan was fouling. Grace girls were hitting their free throws, and it ended up. Ended up 57-38. So Grace Christian Grizzlies take first place in the girls, and Ketchikan takes second. So that was the girls' bracket. Really a stacked bracket, a very successful tournament. It was a pleasure to watch some of these games and review them. Really very successful. If you didn't listen to the podcast earlier this uh, past week with uh, the coaches from Ketchikan talking about the Clark Cocker and Christmas Classic and what it takes to get the teams and all that kind of stuff. It's a great listen. I would encourage you to take a listen. They did a fabulous job. So Grace Christian Girls, congratulations on winning the Clark Cochran Christmas Classic. Catch a can. Great game. Um, somebody had to lose that game. It was you guys this time, but you did you did a great job. It was fun to watch. It was entertaining and no shame in it. That was that was a great game. Let's move on to the boys' bracket. Boys' bracket. We talked about the fourth, fifth, or the fourth, sixth place game, but we'll recap real quick. Metlakatla played Bethel to a really close game this morning at 11 on Friday. Metlakatla ended up winning 72 to 70 against Bethel. So Metlakatla took seventh place. Bethel took eighth place again, 72 70. Then in the 4-6, Monroe beat Grace 58-52. So Monroe takes fourth. Grace Christian boys take sixth. Then in the third place, fifth place game, we had the first of many matchups with Thunder Mountain versus Ketchikan. Thunder Mountain versus Ketchikan. Thunder Mountain won 60-48. It was a little bit closer than that score looks like. Thunder Mountain was hitting some free throws at the end when Ketchikan was trying to catch up and make it a little closer, but Thunder Mountain hit some free throws and ended up taking control of that late in the fourth. So 60-48. Thunder Mountain won the first matchup with Ketchikan this year, first of many. Now in the nightcap, the game that just finished a few minutes ago before jumping onto this Instant Reaction podcast, the Service Cougars versus the West Anchorage Eagles in the championship of the Clark Cochran Christmas Classic for the boys. 
and what a game it was. We're just going to really recap this real quickly for you. West is a deep team. It's a deep team. It reminds me a little bit of a hockey team. They can do line changes, five on, five out. I mean, they didn't do that necessarily, but they're 10 deep. They've, they're really a, a strong and deep team. Uh, service D, I'll say, I mentioned it earlier in this Instant Reaction podcast, you can tell when a team is really good at man-to-man defense versus not as great, and they're good. They're good at defense. Service jumped out. Uh, to a lead, I believe it was 13 to four or two at one point, 13 to five, and service or no, excuse me, 11 to to five or 11 to three, something like that, and then West ended up winning that uh, quarter, 13 to 11. Uh, Howard had uh, Toby Howard for service had six of the first nine points to start the game. Uh, Lockhart was uh, number. Let's see, number 24 for service was initiating the uh, offense a lot with Morgan, Mac Morgan, number five. Uh, number three, Dewa Cook. Dewa, uh, Dewey Cook was really good. Uh, number 12, uh, Boo Merrell. Boo Merrell uh, for West, number 12. He is really smooth, really smooth. There's a lot of notes that I took for this, this game. There are... There's a, a ton of things. Overall, when I was looking at this game, the West defense, especially in the first half, was really good at trapping. They could trap, and when they trapped, service would get in a little bit of trouble. Their man-to-man defense just in the half court was not as great as when they would double. They would lose their men sometimes, and that's partly to do with service's offense and things. But service's man-to-man, when they were trapping, or when they weren't trapping, excuse me, when services just straight up man-to-man is really good. They're jumping to the ball. They're in people's way. It, it's really it's really good. For this early in the season, it's pretty good, and it's only going to get better. When they tried to – when they would scramble a little bit and try and do some double-team stuff, it wasn't as smooth. And, again, that takes some timing and other things like that, which I acknowledge. But, uh, yeah, West – West was really, really good at that, and service was really good at the just the straight-up man-to-man. The other thing that I would say in this game is, again, got lots of notes here for the game, but really this came down to free-throw shooting and turnovers. Service had nine turnovers that I counted in about eight minutes from the middle of the first quarter to the middle of the second quarter. And that's basically what allowed West to take the lead into halftime. It was 19-26 at half. 19-26 at half. And it was really because of those turnovers. Nine turnovers in that span just really hurt. And then you couple that with service at halftime. I had to double-check this because I thought I was wrong. But... At one point, they they missed, service missed six straight free throws. They were six for 14 in free throws at halftime. And it didn't get a a, a lot better for both teams. Now, both teams were missing free throws, especially in the first half. But what ended up really changing the game, there's, there's a few things, and I know the coaches would say there's probably a couple more things like that with some technicals and things. But West down the stretch... It was 47-48 with 37 seconds left. West. West is up one, 47-48 with 37 seconds left. 
and West down the stretch goes seven for eight in free throws in the fourth quarter. Seven for eight in free throws. Now, they had not been shooting the free throws very well earlier in the game, but in the fourth quarter, they went seven for eight. That that really that really did it. I mean, that really kind of sealed it. It ended up 48-52 was the final. 48-52 the final. It was uh, 34-38 at the end of the third. So West had made, our service had made up a little ground. And again, it just ended up, free throws were a huge part of this. Huge part of this. I know when the coaches look at that box score and look at the stats, they're going to look at that free throw percentage and go, those are free baskets. And we didn't convert enough of those. So West Anchorage wins 52-48. 52-48. So West Anchorage is a, the West Anchorage Eagles are the champions of the Clark Cochran Christmas Classics service. Cougars are second place. And again, that will be those two schools will be playing at least twice more this season. And those games are going to be must-watch. When service plays at West and when West plays at service, we will let you know because those are games that you're not going to want to miss. This game was really entertaining to watch. It was fun to watch. There were a little bit of some uh, streaming issues towards the end of the, kind of the middle of the fourth to the end. So I missed a couple things here and there. But overall, Everything that I saw was very entertaining. It was a very entertaining game. Really enjoyed it. And again, kudos to Ketchikan for putting on what looked like a great event. The games were compelling. The teams were were fabulous. This is a, ver- a bracket. Very proud. Very, they should be very, very proud of this bracket. So congratulations to the West Anchorage Eagles for winning 52-48 over service. All right, one last tournament to go over. We've got the Mountain City Basketball Invitational over at Mountain City in Anchorage. We'll go over this quickly. We had uh, Soldatna. We'll go over the girls first. Soldatna played Kenai earlier in the morning. Soldatna ended up winning that, 47-22. And then South ended up beating Kotzebue 49-27. Kotzebue did make it into Anchorage and did get to play today. So that's really good since they weren't able to make it yesterday because their flight got canceled with Alaska Airlines. They're not the only team that missed a tournament because of that. There was actually a team in Seattle. I read an article on that today. A team in Seattle ended up having the same issue. They were supposed to fly out in the morning. The flight got canceled, so they missed their first-round game in a tournament in Arizona, I believe it was. So they ended up doing the same thing that Kotzebue ended up having to do, take a forfeit that first game, but they were able to make it in and play today. So that's good to see. So South Anchorage won 49-27. Then in the semifinals, we had Barrow versus West Valley, and Barrow is strong. The Barrow girls are strong. They they won 67-38. 67-38. Barrow ended up winning that game. They're going to be a tough out for anybody. Right now, if I had to put money on it for the 3A level, I would say that Barrow and Grace are on a collision course in the championship game, just from what I've seen at the 3A level at this point for girls. But Barrow, 67 over, 67-38 over West Valley. Then in the nightcap, uh, Tikiak 
played Mountain City Christian Academy and Mountain City. They are tough. I know they lost Sylvia Sellers from last year, but there are some really good players on that team still. They they are going to be a handful. Uh, they are going to be a handful. They ended up winning 79-48. And I've got to say, number 10, uh, Malia Alex for Mountain City is really – she's, she's kind of – in my estimation, what I see, she's kind of the engine of that team. She may not score all the points. She might not even get all the rebounds. She might not even get all the assists, which I know she had all of those things today. But she is the engine of that team. Uh, number 23, Jasmine Schaefer, really – She's, she can be a dynamic dynamic score outside and inside. And then number three, Morgan Milano, Milano, Milano. Morgan is tough. Those, those three players are really, really tough. And I know Sylvia's gone, but don't take them lightly because if you do, you, you're going to lose. You're going to lose if you take them lightly. They are a tough, tough team. They are going to be playing Barrow tomorrow at 6 o'clock in the championship of the Mountain City Tournament. If you are in Anchorage or in the Valley and you want to watch, I would suggest you come and watch. Get there a little early because the gym will fill up. 6 o'clock Saturday, Barrow versus Mountain City Christian Academy. It's going to be a fantastic game. That is going to be really, really fun to watch. I will be there and I will be watching. Now we will move over to the boys' side. Boys' side, Kenai played Service JV this morning. Service JV, like I mentioned last night in the instant reaction, that Service JV is a tough squad. They, at times, don't look like a JV team. They won 61-42 over Kenai, so Service JV wins. Then Tikiak played Kotzebue. Kotzebue ended up winning that, and they moved on. And yeah, Kotzebue ended up winning 73-54. So Kenai and Tikiak will play at 9.30 tomorrow, and then Service JV and Kotzebue will play at 12.30. Now to the semifinals for the Mountain City Basketball Invitational. Barrow West Valley. That was a very entertaining game. West Valley jumped out on them early and kind of sustained about a 10 to 13 point lead consistently most of the game. Barrow made some charges, but overall, West Valley basically took control of that game. And I know they lost some players from last year, but talking, remember, we talked with Colton a few podcasts ago. He's really excited about his team. They play defense. They get after the, the other team. They won 52-35. And again, they're, they're fun to watch. They were fun to watch last year. They're still fun to watch. I would, I would be... Very, very pleased if I was a West Valley fan going, you know what? We're not going to drop off that much. We are a dynamic team. They are, and they're only going to keep getting better. Barrow, same thing. They've got some talent. They've got some size. You know, if they play, if they, I would say this, if Barrow and West Valley play to their potential, that's that's a four, five-point game either way. I mean, Barrow is very, very, very talented. They can make some noise. They really could in the 3A level. 
Then in the nightcap, Delta versus Mountain City Christian Academy. I didn't get to actually physically watch this game because I was watching the Clark Cochran stuff online. So I apologize. I don't have uh, stats or summaries like I did with the Clark Cochran thing. But Mountain City Christian Academy ended up winning 65-43 over Delta. So that pits uh, another great championship matchup uh, tomorrow for the boys is West Valley versus Mountain City Christian Academy. Those two championship games, again, if you're in Anchorage and you haven't come see any uh, tournament games yet, you got you to gotta come. Barrow versus Mountain City at 6 o'clock for the girls and then West Valley versus Mountain City at 7.30 for the boys. Be there. That, that's I know I'm going to be there. I'll be watching. I'm going to be there taking notes, being ready to do another instant reaction after the uh, games are over for you. Fabulous, fabulous matchups. Very excited to go watch that. I want to thank Roger Briley and Associates, the bike shop, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, and the Alaska Club for their sponsorships. Without their sponsorships, this would not be possible. Again, thank everybody. Thank, I just want to say this is a, a, a personal thing for me. I just want to thank everybody that's been listening and that continues to listen and subscribes. I really appreciate it. Keaton really appreciates it. Brad really appreciates it. We really do. It, it means a lot to us. We really feel like this is something that needs to happen in Alaska. So we appreciate your support. Anything you can do to help us, tell a friend, get a friend to subscribe and listen. Anything you can do to help us out on this area would be great. We want to keep doing this as much as possible, and you guys are the ones that can make it happen. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening and downloading this. We're going to have more podcasts, especially through the basketball season and as state hockey, as hockey's gearing up towards their conference tournaments, as well as the state tournaments. We'll be bringing you some of those things as well. And then as everything focuses on, just like the Alaska sports world focuses, March Madness Alaska, when the calendar turns January, March Madness Alaska is not far behind. So we really appreciate all the support. Can't wait to be doing this some more. Again, tell a friend, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, Alaska Sports Talk. Just search that and you'll find us. Tell friends to download. Our numbers keep growing every day. And every podcast, we just want to keep getting this information out to you. And we're going to have some fun. we got some things planned. I've got some specials planned for March Madness that are going to only be through this podcast. So get ready. Follow. Listen. Tell a friend. Get them to download. We're really excited, and we can't wait to do this more for you. So, again, this is an instant reaction podcast to Friday the 29th. Friday the 29th, the game's. And we will have another one tomorrow wrapping up the tournaments, the four tournaments from this weekend. Again, thanks to our sponsors and for myself, Isaiah Vreeman, Keaton Homer, and Brad Lowers. Thank you and good night.